What's good, everybody? You're listening to a brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks with me, your host, Benjamin Banks, and my co-host, Trav, and Rebellious D. How are you fellas doing today? Man, I, you know what? I left the pause in there to let D come in, and uh, the D never came. You know what I mean? So, that's what uh, she said. You're damn right. That's what she said. So I'm all right, man. I'm chilling. You know what I'm doing? Ready to talk about whatever it is that we're going to talk about. That's good. How you doing, D? What's going on? Nothing, man. Just kicking back. Got my sombrero on tonight. Playing a little Spider-Man. Trying to finish this game off, man. That's right. He joined the Straw Hat Pirates. Ah. I seen him. I seen it. But yeah, so before we get into, you know, talking about like what's going on in nerd culture and stuff, first off, you know, we've had a, a couple of deaths that have happened recently. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to go ahead and you know, have us here leveling up with Benjamin Banks, pay our respects to, you know, some of these great people that have uh, entertained us over the years. And I uh, just give our shout out and condolences to them. Uh, you know, first, we're going to start off with Fred Willard, Shad Gaspard, Jerry Steller, Little Richard, Andre Harrell, Roy Horn, Ken Osmond, Lynn Shelton, and Betty Wright. That's and, insane, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Not, uh, in a week a week well, and a half I mean, yeah a week and a half man yeah and you know we here at leveling up with benjamin banks we just want to give our condolences to the family and friends of everybody that i just said and there's been uh more people who have passed away as well who um you know i couldn't include on the list but you know we just want to you know pay our respects and say rest in peace to you guys yeah and, and thank you Thank you for entertaining us for, you know, over the years and everything, man. Generations. Yeah, I mean, again, if you don't mind, i like to take a couple minutes to take a few of them out the list. I mean, Fred Willard, man, that dude is a legend. He's, he's not like a star as far as like stars of a movie and carrying yeah. stuff. But every time, every movie I've ever seen him in. He he always adds in the movie. He's great. Yeah. And I loved I loved Jerry Sein um Jerry, Stiller. Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, Jerry Stiller, man. I he loved him on Seinfeld. Bit. I loved I loved him even more on King of Queens. Yeah, yeah. As Arthur. Man, he is just so good at playing that character. I and, uh he was also in um in heavyweights. That was the first time I had ever yes, seen. Yes, he was the I, old, he was the camp owner. Yeah, I I had never uh, watched Seinfeld when I was younger. So the first time I had saw him in something was heavyweights, and yeah. then saw him on King and Queen. So I loved him in King and Queen. That, that's man. where I know him from. Mostly is from King yeah. of Queen. But yeah, of course, like you brought up Shad, man. Bro, he. Um, j- yeah. The, the uh, you know most recent person to pass away, man. Well, it, it's just it's so sad how it happened, man. Yeah, I mean, I but you know what? He died a real hero. He you know really did. I mean? He 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 did what a father's supposed to do. You know what I mean? And yep. um, save sacrifice his own life to save his sons. Yep. And it really, I think the a wrestling death. I don't think there's been a tragic wrestling death like this since Owen Hart, man. Where if you go through Instagram, there's not a single wrestler 
that isn't talking about Sad. how awesome this man is and posting yeah. pictures mm-hmm. of of this guy. I mean, he's Mr. Popular, bro. No, nobody has a bad thing to say about this guy. Yep. I agree. I agree. I mean, you know, him and WWE, uh, they came in, I want to say it was 2007, him and JTG is crime time. And I remember when they used to show like the promo videos for him before they made their debut yeah. on TV. And like, I was hyped. Like I couldn't wait to see them on TV, man. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, they never won any of the WWE uh, tag team titles, which is uh, unfortunate because I thought those guys were highly entertaining. They were over it with the crowd, man. And I, I don't know. I just I feel still, like they never I got still, their due. I still think the greatest memory we're ever going to have of him is when Kofi won the title at Mania and him yeah, at man. the bar with MVP and him crying. Yeah. And, just how much it meant to black wrestlers to see Kofi win this title. Yep. You and, know and what I mean? A crazy thing about that too is that uh MVP, he he uh told the story about that and how uh he had somebody record the both of them when it was going down. Uh-huh. Shad didn't know that they were being recorded. And he said Shad was mad at him uh when he found out that, you know, he was recorded and the video got posted and uh-huh. whatnot. He's and but he said, you know, after a while he he stopped being mad at him and he said the video can stay up. But it's, it it just reminds me of Griff. Like I can re- take a <laughs> or record him and then like once it gets online, oh, I found out that uh that you got something on me. You need to take it down now. I'm like, why? Like why do I need to take it down? So honestly, yeah. I think for him it was more of a image thing. Who with Griff? No, for Shad. Oh, <laughs> you know, just because of like his whole gimmick, right? You know what I mean. Yeah, and there, yeah, yeah, you yeah. saw a real man showing real emotion yeah. about something that means a lot to not him, but other black wrestlers or whatever. Yeah, exactly, because it's it's something that that you know you never thought that you would see in wrestling. You know well, what I'm saying? And, I thought but, I thought it would happen. Did I, I didn't think it was going to be Kofi. But I thought it would happen, you know what I mean? Yeah, because it's been so many times where it's like, you know, you thought somebody black was going to win the WWE title and it didn't happen. Um, you know, there's tons of wrestlers that you name, African-American wrestlers, where it's just like, oh, man, like, I hope they win. Then it got to the point where it was just like, uh, we know they're not going to win. But, you know, Kofi, he finally broke through and he won it. He won the big one. And, like, everybody all over the world was happy about it. Everybody was united, and I remember when we watched Mania over here at my place, it's like the energy in the room, it was just so high because it's just like, is he going to win? Is he not going to win? You know, what's going to happen? And then when he won, and then the New Day got in the ring with him, and, uh, you know, they hoisted him up on their shoulders, you know? And he celebrated with his son. His son's on the turnbuckle. It had that it had that Ron Simmons feel to it when he won the world heavyweight title back in WCW. Like honestly, to me, it had the Chris Benoit feel when he won it at WrestleMania twenty. That too, yeah. Like yeah. How how big of a deal it was that the the man finally got his just due. Yeah, because bro, and, and I, I, you know, I'm glad that we're talking about wrestling right now. But you know, going back to Benoit. It's like, yeah, he won the world heavyweight title when he was in WCW, but he didn't want the belt. You know, it's like it was kind of like they just put the belt on him just, uh, you know, as a way to, hey, we're going to put the belt on you. 
please don't leave. And he was just like, F that. I don't like how I'm being treated here. I'm still leaving. And it's like when he finally won the world heavyweight title at WrestleMania 20, that was his moment. That was, it's like, you know, I've been wrestling all these years. I've been grinding. I've been putting in the work. And now this is my moment. I'm the world heavyweight champion. And I'm going to, I'm going to bass in it. Bass in it. Bathe in it. Yeah. Yeah. So with uh, that being said, again, our condolences to everybody who just passed away and our condolences also to the people who I did not mention. And, uh, you know, we just wish you, uh, you know, rest in peace. Yeah. And also, man, I want to give on the complete opposite end. I want to give a shout out to um, the ECPI League of Legends team that has made it to the the finals and the tournament. And as much as I hate League, and as toxic as it is, it's cool to see something from our area making into the make it the big far. time thing. Yeah, for um, you know, video well, yeah, games. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. What what video game is it? League of Legends. Oh, League, League of Legends. Oh, okay, sorry about that. Yeah, you should be. You need to listen to me, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, listen to. Me. Look, you know what it is? You don't understand my lingo. I tell you, I tell you, I'm good. You think I'm really good? It's like you have to express what you're saying. Uh, you know, a little bit more. It's it's kind of like that sketch from Key and Peele, where it's like, you know, I don't know if you're angry or you're mad when you're telling me this. So it's like, you know, you should have just called me and said, "Yo, I'm good on that." And I'm like, oh, "Okay." Oh uh, well, we know your boy never mad. Oh no, I've seen you mad. Because I could tell I could tell this story. I y'all listen to this. There was one time where me and Trav, we were talking about the live action Lion King movie. And he was trying to tell me that Scar had a scar on his face. And I was just like, no, he doesn't. And or or were you no, saying it's the opposite? Yeah, you said he didn't have a scar on his face. That's, and that's and, not what I said. Well, I oh yeah, well it was something along the lines of I, I said the like, scar was, was so. All right, was, when you look at Scar on the animation, you can tell why he got his name Scar. That's a big scar across his face. You can't miss it. Why do they I, call him Scar? Oh, that's why they call him Scar. When they showed I, the trailer, you can see so, a scar. It's and, literally and I, like somebody took a pencil and like. Drew in a scar real quick. It it was it's trash. It's still trash. But it was funny because I'm sitting there laying on the on the couch, and then Trav is trying to tell me. He's just like you can barely see it, and I'm like I can see it. And then like and then he pauses. He pauses the video. He, takes <laughs> off, and he looks at me and he said, "Dude, you're really starting to piss me the hell off." <laughs> I was just like, oh, snap. And, I, and like, cause he thought I was trolling him, but I wasn't trolling him. I was telling him, I was just like, bro, I can see his scar, but he was saying it's visible. I'm like, I can see it. So I didn't know. I didn't know what else. What more did you want from me, Trav? Did you want me to just say that I could barely see it too? No, shit. This is what happens when you troll all the time, bro. Uh, I mean, I I'm looking, I'm looking at a picture of it, and uh, yeah, that thing needs to be. It needs to be a lot bigger than. It needs to be a completely different, like, color and, like, noticeable. It's like, picture I mean, if... Go ahead. Go ahead. Picture Todoroki having burn marks, but you can't see the burn marks. If they well, did I mean, a live-action My Hero, 
and he didn't have any burn marks. They were like, oh, it's kind of there. You'd be like, bro, his face need his whole half of his face needs to be burned. Well, if it was a Netflix adaption of uh, My Hero Academia, he wouldn't have the scar until like sometime later on in the movie where he's in a big fight, and then mm-hmm. that's how he get his scar. Uh, I agree. But that's how the Netflix movies are. But um, but anyway, let's talk about some stuff that's going on in nerd uh, news. So we got Ruby Rose. I was about to say Ruby Riot. Thank God I didn't. Ruby Rose is leaving Batwoman. How do you guys feel about that? Bicycle. Like why? I mean, I mean, me personally, Banks. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of her. I haven't really seen her in anything, anyways, and I don't think it has much to do with the actor so so much as the show. Like, I don't know too many people that are following Batwoman. And I don't think that does it any justice anyway. So what about you, Tri? What you got, man? Bro, you want first off, when it comes to Ruby Rose, I personally am a fan of Ruby Rose. I mean, she killed it in Orange is the New Black. She killed it in John Wick. She was amazing in the new Triple X movie. Um, so I got no problem with her. Bro, it don't she left because the show is trash. The writing <laughs> is trash. Everything about oh the show God. is trash. Oh, no, pause, that's why she left pause, the show. Pause, pause. Hey, everybody yeah. that's listening right now, she did not leave because of the reason that Trav said that oh, she that I guarantee you that's the that's like the behind the scenes reason between her and you know whoever her inner circle is, bro. Well, well, she left because it yeah. is trash. Well, she said that uh she one of the reasons one, it was two reasons that I read why she left. One was because she had a, a nagging injury that she needed to recover recover from. And yeah. then another... Oh, my another God. That, was, I smell oh, the BS. Hold on, Rondell. Hold on. And then another reason was because uh, the it was a scheduling conflict with other stuff. She was putting in too many hours on the show. So those are the I, reasons. Again, that, that tells you right there. The show's not worth her time. But she's the main character. She's the star of the show. Like I, I feel like this is like her first big role where it's like she's the main star. Like, Dude, correct. What are you talking about? Orange is, Orange is the New Black was an insanely popular show. That, but but was she the, was main, she the character? main character? In the show? She's yeah. one of the main characters. Uh, but was okay. she the? You said what? What else was she in? She was in John Wick. You said okay. I'll give her credit she's, for that. She's and you in said John Triple Wick. X? Yeah, she was one of the main people in Triple X. She was also, uh, right. she She's was also in the, the Meg. She was in one of the Resident Evil movies, too. Uh, I think it was the last that, one. That's that. okay. I just want to clear that up. She was okay, okay. So I have seen her in something, which was okay. It wasn't as bad as people thought it was going to be. I'll tell you that much. People yeah, thought but, I mean, but the role she played in Final Chapter is like not a... She wasn't... She wasn't one of the main two chicks, you know what I mean? Yeah, she was a supporting character in that. She just but played I mean, Abigail. But I'm just saying, well, you, you, we, we talked about Batwoman up here before. None of us are fans of it. We talked about it on the show with Reneas. Um, Reneas. No, it's, it's Reneas now. It's Reneas. But um, yeah, it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't understand. It's like, why is the show going to continue? It's like instead of canceling the show, recasting, yeah, just gonna recast her. And 
I don't think recasting her is going to make me want to tune in and be like, oh, well, let me check out the new chick that they got playing Batwoman. It's just the show in general, it falls into that category of CW shows where it's like sometimes they just try to make these shows too woke, man. And it's like it just needs to be a superhero show. You know, it's like it needs to be a non-existent show. I agree. Like I said, they should have just won a Batgirl. Well, like I was saying, guys, I don't think, like I said, I don't, all I was saying is I haven't really seen her too much. I have seen her in the Meg. I could say that. But once again, that was, she wasn't the star of the show. Right. But I, it comes to, it's not the actor, really. It's the no, content. I can't name one person in my geek community who is just following and a big fan of Batwoman. I just can't. Yeah. She, she's, yeah. she's a sideline character, man. You see her a couple times at what? What do you see her in Flashpoint or something like that? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, she's in the, she yeah, was in the. She was in. Cor- yeah. I mean, also, yeah. She also was in. She did a a cameo in Legends of Tomorrow too. Well, no. she was in as far as animated movies. She was in. Bad, uh, bad blood. Yeah, bad blood. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, come on, man. They. I don't know why they reached that far. That's like left field. So. I mean, you already know why they reached that far because see, the people at CW was just like, okay, let's get this girl. You know, she's a lesbian. Uh, you know, women, female empowerment and stuff like that. It's like these CW shows. It's like they they have like this motive where it's like they they try to make they try to make their shows woke instead of like just having it just be a regular superhero show. Now, I don't mind that stuff being on the show, but. When it comes off like it's being forced upon you, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't, I, st- I don't like stuff like that. Oh, I can't believe that CW hasn't canned the show only because of the ratings. Yeah, like have been low too. That's so bad. Saying. I don't know. Yeah, they actually, they are renewed it for a second season. I, so I don't know what the plan. Is. I have no idea what the plan is with that show. They renewed all their shows. Um, and also, speaking of all their shows, they're not coming back mm-hmm. until 2021. So we're not getting any CW shows this fall. God. But, Rerun uh, City. But, you know, keeping up on the train with uh, the DC shows and uh, movies and whatnot, it was just announced that the Zack Snyder I'm cut over of talking Justice about League. This. The Zack Snyder cut of Justice League is coming to HBO Max next year. And I want to hear you guys' thoughts on that. I have none. I don't care. That's a hard pass for me, Banks. I, you know, I, I don't think they did those characters any justice. I mean, they look some of them looked apart, but I just couldn't get down with the story. So, well, again, this is the argument for it from some. And again, I I hate hate having a different opinion than comic book nerds because they're the douchiest of douchey. I agree. So keepers. I God, I just can't. I can't. I'd be getting triggered. But uh, but then I got to remember, you know, who they are. But, dude, again, oh, <clears throat> the argument is that we're going to get the real plot. And none of that stuff is irrelevant. The, the main problem with Justice League is that we're making a movie around characters that you don't know who they are. Yeah, there was no buildup, man. Dude, no buildup. You even put out Aquaman after Justice League. So how does that make sense? How can he already be Aquaman, but then you put out a movie where he's not Aquaman and he's becoming Aquaman? It don't make sense. Yeah, same thing with The Flash, where when they did the Crisis well, on Infinite Earth. 
And yeah. the Flash didn't even have a name. And like when the Flash on the CW show, he was just like, "You're you're the Flash. I'm the Flash." And he was just like, "The Flash. That's a cool name." And so now he's the Flash now. Right. Yeah. So he didn't even have a name. The only person in Justice League that had name that the people that had names were Batman, Wonder Woman, Woman. Aquaman got his. Cyborg. I I don't know if Cyborg had his name. Yeah, he didn't. I think that he was just Victor. Or Vic. I mean, he might have he might have had it by the end of the movie. Honestly, I can't really recall right now. But and then I mean, don't even get started on Green Lantern. Are you talking about the Ryan Reynolds or the Green Lantern movie that's supposed to be coming out? I'm talking about how he was supposed to be. You know, in BVS, it's like, all right, we're getting this whole squad. But for whatever reason, they can the Green Lantern stuff. Rolled out Justice League. Yeah. And then Zack Snyder's just going to come in and magically make it better. Well, And now our faith is going to be revived. I mean, okay, dude. Well, the thing is, is that Originally, his movie was already complete, but you know he had the death in the family, so it's like he had to step away from the project, and then that's when they had brought in Josh Whedon, and then Josh Whedon had reshot a bunch of stuff because you know the studios they wanted stuff to be reshot, and then Josh Whedon had to put his own spin on everything, and that's why we got the Josh Whedon version, which a lot of people felt was a letdown, and Zack Snyder is saying that like you know he's gonna have all this new footage and new plots and all this other stuff and he just needs to edit everything and okay, WB get $20 million so they said it's gonna be like a, a brand new movie somewhat okay did they get a new villain I doubt that okay are we getting movies before this Justice League movie comes out for the other characters I don't know there we go there's your answer it's irrelevant to me it doesn't matter because again you don't need to play catch up with the MCU. Yeah, I agree. Well, do you do you guys feel like if this movie is a success it's that not, uh how can that, you gauge a success on a streaming network though? They do, man. I mean, you see what happens with the Netflix uh movies and whatnot. Like Adam Sandler keeps getting movie after movie after movie because it brings high ratings to Netflix. So if Warner Brothers is just like, you know what, the next Justice League movie is gonna be on HBO Max, or they might release it in theaters if that ever happens, then, uh, I mean, who knows? But I just feel like that, you know, this is going to be like a make it or break it, and hopefully uh, there are going to be some... Uh, I don't know the word I'm well, trying to say. How can you release another Justice League movie with no Batman and no Superman? Well, that, Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to get to. Thanks for reminding me. Do you think if this movie is successful, no. that bring Ben Affleck <laughs> No. Up? Ben, ben Affleck's already set. Well, Ben Affleck chose WB didn't fire him. He he fired WB. Yeah, he said uh, he didn't want to do it. But Henry he's not coming said, back. Henry Cavill said that he never he never wanted to stop playing Superman. It's just that because they didn't have any direction on what they were trying to do, and they're still he not going to have any direction. He wanted to go out and yeah. do uh, projects. So who okay. knows? Well, I mean, I think that they were too worried about catching Marvel. And they kind of like dumpster fired themselves, to be honest. Because yeah. I mean, there was no build up, and you're talking about like, okay, so look at how they did uh, Batwoman. You know, they they gave her her own little series and stuff. Instead, but on the other side, you have the the big big screen stuff, 
and you're not building up the flash. You're not and flat. I mean, it's not like these guys don't have villains. There was no, I don't know. Cyborg could have been introduced in a, in a Batman movie or something or Superman. I just don't understand why they, exactly. I, I think it's, yeah, I think it's a little far gone to be honest, man. No, it it's 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 but all it's the way true. gone. Because again, Ben Affleck, he's not coming back. Honestly, I really think Ben Affleck stepped away because the fans are so douchey. Honestly, I don't think it's worth the criticism. But look, man, who's ever on the board of WB, they just make poor decisions. They've been making poor decisions since they decided to do Batman Forever. Okay, they've been making poor decisions since 1996, 1995, whatever it was. I think it was they're 90. not. They're not. They're not going to magically just make good decisions for their superheroes all of a sudden. So there's no faith in WB. I'm going to stick to my DC animated movies. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and I hey, I can't wait until we do an episode where we talk about the DC animated. <laughs> So, uh, is there anything else that's happened in uh, nerd culture that we could talk about? I feel like there's been some. some um, more- well, yeah, I mean, PS Sony put out news that it's going to have two different PS5s on launch day. Um, oh, for your real? regular P- your regular PS5 that's going to have. 865 gigabytes and then your PlayStation I forgot what they were calling it but the next model up that's going to have 1.65 terabytes or something like that and that's going to be going for 600 bucks so one's going to be 500 the other one's going to be 6 so but as we already know Sony has already said it's a limited run the first go around because of the covid stuff so um, yeah you know, pretty much if you don't pre-order, as soon as it goes on sale, you're not getting one until they decide to do their second run of PlayStation. So, yeah, and uh, your boy's going to be one of those guys pre-ordering when the time comes immediately. Yeah, for sure, man. I'm I'm definitely going to, you know, get a PS5 and pre-order it this time around instead of getting the Xbox. I will get the Xbox later on down the road, but... I'm definitely going with uh, the PS4 this time around. I mean, not PS4, the PS5. Oh, and they announced um, their launch. Not they haven't like officially announced their launch titles, but they did announce that to go with the PS5, there's supposed to be a new God of War, a new um, what is it? Um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. And um, new Spider-Man Two. Oh yeah, I can do that too. And it's all exclusive. So right. what's it called? Again, Xbox <clears throat> just doesn't do exclusives like Sony does, man. And I, do. I still I think that's the that's the key. Xbox doesn't think that exclusives matter, and I I really disagree. Exclusives matter, man. It's because the X Microsoft is the entertainment system. The Xbox is the entertainment system ever since uh, it moved over to the Xbox One. Xbox 360 was a gaming system, though. I'll give them I, that. But no, I think 360 was an entertainment system because, again, they were pushing their HD movies. That's with true, that. too. That's and, true. of course, that flopped. And I feel bad for anybody who made HD purchases. Yeah, because I remember uh, when I first got my 360, you could buy, like, that HD DVD adapter yeah. piece. Put on and to it's your like, 360. 
Bro, unless you have a 360, you can't watch these movies. Like, they're literally, yeah, yeah. they're yeah. doorstoppers. That's it. Well, well, no, they did release um, HD DVD players, but it's, Can you but get it's it? like, yeah, there was, there's no point. And remember the HD DVDs? Remember the cases were red and then the yeah. Blu-ray, Blu-ray cases Sony, were blue? Yeah. Yeah. Sony's but, um, always just been ahead of the curve when it comes to creating new technology. Yeah, I, I agree. And I always feel like with Sony, too, it's like they always take what their competitors do and make it better. Because uh, remember, it's like you had the Wii come out first and then Sony came out with the PlayStation Move. And but no, uh, the move sucks. No, but still, uh, no, but, you know, what I've heard. I get from what a, you're saying. You know what I mean? I heard from a lot of people back in the day. People preferred to move over the Wii, the Wii motion controls and all that stuff. And that, that's all I'm saying. But um, yeah, the, yeah. The, the last thing that I wanted to uh, bring up before we move on to today's topic is that uh, today, the day that we're recording this episode, uh, May 21st, um, Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Right in its 40th yeah. anniversary today. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. insane, man. The like, greatest this is Star Wars movie of all time. Such a good movie, man. And the 40 year celebration. It's like, ah, this is when uh, Darth Vader revealed that he was Luke's father. Yep. Mm-hmm. And is it the Luke same day he Yep. Lost that hand. <laughs> also, yeah. same day he find out that he made out with his sister. Yeah, he made out with his sister. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a, that's a, that's going a on. Thing. I see why he went to exile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's Pumpkin been embarrassed for 60 years. <laughs> Oh yeah, man! Time you got, that's over. Yeah, you don't get over it, man. That's just something you never get over. And he killed his dad. Well, so no, what? he didn't. Dad. Well, he saved his he dad. Got he, he, he brought did. his dad to the light. He saved his dad. And, and yeah, his dad. And it, I don't want to. I don't want to get into the Star Wars talk. You know what I mean? But I do want to just say this. A lot of people really hate on the. The Anakin Skywalker in the prequels. But if you really look at it from episode one to episode six, you'll really see how it makes sense and how Darth Vader was able to turn back because he was at one point a compassionate human being that loved. And Luke was able to turn him back into that. Yep. And he did what, uh, what the what was it? Um, the destiny or the ch- like? The prophecy stated that he was gonna he was the chosen one that was gonna chosen you know one. he was gonna destroy the empire. Which is and, why they should have stopped at six. <laughs> yeah, because if, se- if I don't seven, care what Paul nine, says, <laughs> if seven through nine <laughs> never came out, he would have did what he did. But then we found out that Palpatine, Palpatine was still alive. Yeah, I, which was unbelievable. But you know, so stupid. But yeah, with that being said, let's go ahead and move on to today's topic. And we are going to be talking about one of the biggest and longest running franchises that has been going on since 1979. And that is the Scooby-Doo franchise. Right. Scooby. Scooby. Jeepers. We're going to talk about this amazing new movie. 
yeah, we're going to talk about it all, man. So uh, let's go ahead and get into today's topic. And uh, yeah. All right. Hey, Trav, you know something, man? I really want to get a tattoo. I see all the cool tattoos that you have, and I think that it's finally time for me to get one, bro. You know what, man? I've been waiting for you to say that, and do I have the place for you? Oh, what's that? Golden Ink Tattoo, located at 3109 Airline Boulevard out in Portsmouth, Virginia. Okay, so I want to get a sweet Dragon Ball Z tattoo. Do you think that they'll be able to hook me up there? Not only can you get a Dragon Ball Z tattoo, you can get a Death Note, My Hero Academia, Totoro. This place is the tattoo shop for all things anime and nerd culture. Well, bro, I'm so happy that you told me about Golden Ink Tattoo, and I think I'm going to go there today, and I'm going to get me a really, really sweet My Hero Academia tattoo. Well, look, I'll tell you what. What? Why don't we go ahead and call my personal friend, Denise, who's the owner of the shop, and we can give her a call at what? 757-465-1010. Again, that's 757-465-1010. Now, do you think if I go up there and, you know, I say, hey, I'm from Loveland with Benjamin Banks, that she'll hook me up? Or do you think I'm wanting to pay full price? You walk into Golden Ink Tattoo and you mention the words leveling up, Banks, they will give you 10% off of your Uh, tattoo. Bro, that sounds really awesome, man. So I'm about to go ahead and call Denise. I'm going to tell her what type of tattoo I want to get. And then the next time you see me, I'm going to have a sweet My Hero Academia tattoo. Get your tattoo at Golden Ink Tattoo located at 3109 Airline Boulevard in Portsmouth, Virginia. All right. Yeah. So, man, Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? You know, this is something I feel like every child always, you know, when you're a child, you're going to learn about Scooby-Doo. It's just, it's like one of those gateway cartoons that you come into. Like, same thing with Bugs Bunny, Looney Tunes, Mickey Mouse. Uh, I mean, in today's world, you know, you got anime like Pokemon and stuff like that. You're you're going to learn about Scooby-Doo. It's just a popular cartoon that's been around for so long. Um, It's just crazy because, like, when our parents, when they were, I I would like to think that they were teenagers, by the time Scooby Doo started, uh, Aaron, who? You, our parents? Would you say that they were teenagers? Most definitely, dude. Nineteen seventy-nine. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not nineteen seventy-nine. It was nineteen sixty-nine. No, man. My mom was still a baby. A kid. Yeah. My, I think my mom was born sixty-four, sixty-five. I think my mom was my mom. My mom was born in sixty-five. So. That's crazy. So it's been around since 1969, bro. My mom was in the 50s, baby. So. So your mom, so your mom was already in her young, her young teenage years by yeah. the time by the time uh, Scooby Doo first aired. And you know, we got Scooby Doo. Where are you now? When yep. we when we were coming up, it's like we already had all of the Scooby Doo cartoons because everything had already aired. And it's just, it's it's crazy because, like, for us, when we were watching Scooby-Doo, it's like, we just looked at it as one whole, whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, one whole thing. Whereas, well, you know, our, our parents and our grandparents, when they saw Scooby-Doo, they were getting, like, Scooby-Doo this. What's new Scooby? Oh, no, what's new Scooby-Doo? That was us. But, That's you know, us, the, yeah. 
the Scooby Doo show, uh, Scooby Doo and Scrabby, the Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo All Stars, and all Scooby-Doo this All-Star. random crazy yeah. stuff. The new Scooby Doo movies, but I mean, bro, I'm telling you, like growing up, I I always enjoyed watching the new Scooby Doo movies and um, Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo, especially Thirteen yeah. Ghosts of Scooby. You talking about the Thirteen Spooky Tales? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, you yeah. the Thirteen Ghosts? I was about to say. Oh no, that's what it's called—the Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo. I thought Hold it was on, called—I thought it was called Scooby Doo Thirteen Spooky Tales. Oh no, 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 no! I thought you were. What's funny, bro? I thought you were making a like a joke towards uh, like the, the movie? thirteen. Yeah, the movie. Yeah. yeah. But um, but no, like, do, do you remember the Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo? I mean, if we're talking that's about the same thing, yeah. If we're not, then no. They're helping the creatures of the night. Is that that? Yeah, Were they like saying that? Yeah, it's like a family of monsters or whatever. That? No, no, no. Now I know what you're talking about. I think, I think you're talking about um, Scooby the movie, the Scooby Doo and like in the Ghoul School. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a good movie. That was Go a good, that was a good movie. But no, the Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo. Um, it was pretty much Scooby Doo had to capture the Thirteen Ghosts before the world was going to end or something like that and they were working with the with the magician vincent vincent van gogh i believe that was his name yeah vincent Vincent van gogh that's who it is and and they had to capture the ghost in like this and this ghost uh uh, treasure chest in a way it was kind of like ghost scooby-doo meets ghostbusters but i think the reason why i liked it when i was a kid was because it actually had real monsters up there compared to The, you know, the guys that were just in the costume and then they found out like, oh, it was old man Smithers and, you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, they had yeah. these wild names, bro. Yeah. So, so like, what, what were you guys' favorite Scooby-Doo cartoons growing up? We grew up with, we grew up with a pup named Scooby-Doo. Uh, did we? I mean, we did, well, I mean, but I think little, it's kind of, you know, that. Late 80s, early 90s era of like WB and like Animaniacs and Picky and the Brain and Freakazoid. And you know, that's where I really relate. That Jetsons, Flintstones, like well, that's a I, little bit before our time. Yeah, it came, a pup named Scooby Doo came out in uh, 88 and ran to 91. But that's what I'm saying. That's my era of I'm born, I'm starting to watch cartoons. I agree. I, I, you know, I feel like uh, when at that time period when a pup named Scooby Doo came out, because remember that you also had uh, the Flintstone kids and you had Tom and Jerry kids, and I feel like they were just trying to capitalize on like this kid uh, movement or even the baby movements because you had Muppet Babies as well, where it's like oh, they, yeah. they were just taking like these adult mm-hmm. characters and making them kids and. America, they love kids. I mean, like you see Baby Yoda, you know what I'm saying? Like you take a adult character and then you make them into a baby. I'm pretty sure if we had baby versions of us and did an episode of Loveling Up with Benjamin Banks, people would love listening to us as babies, and we would still babies. talk and we would just be babies. Babies. Yeah. Baby. Hey, the baby. The baby. The baby. <laughs> Me personally, um, I mean the. Uh, Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School was probably my favorite thing they did. One of them. I mean, I liked uh, whatever show it was where he had all the special guests like Batman, the Globetrotters, 
Well, those uh, are like separate know, like movie type things. Yeah, like Scooby Doo meets Scooby Doo meets Batman. Scooby Doo meets the Harlem yeah. Globetrotters. Yeah, yeah. yeah those you're talking about the new Scooby Doo movies. That those were the ones where he had the guest up there, like the Adams family. Those were movies. They did, yeah, they did. We did. I mean, they did release them as movies later on, but but originally they were TV episodes. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's That's what they did back then, though. They would string episodes together, and then once they were put out, they put it out as a movie. Yep, yep, that's true. Put them out on VHS. Yeah, those were the good old days, bro. Yeah, you know, man. when you get three or four episodes and it makes a movie. Yeah, those all for me, man. They were sick. So, yeah, I, I, you know, you guys named some pretty good stuff. Uh, you know, like D said, uh, with the new Scooby Doo movies, like I just love that series because of all of the guests that they had up there, like the Harlem Globetrotters, Batman and Robin. Uh, the three Stooges, yeah, the three Stooges, yeah, the Adams family, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of some more, like they had a lot of funny and Uh, I can't remember, but hold on, I can check real quick because I'm I'm on the Wikipedia page. What did he say? Uh, He said Aberjaw. Oh. They never did a. They never did a crossover with um with Jabberjaw. It's not. It's not uh, up here on their crossover episode. Now we we know a, that they did a crossover with WrestleMania. Oh God, yeah, they did. Oh, the first one was sweet. I didn't. I didn't. I still haven't watched the second one, but no, the yeah. first one's not sweet. The first one. <laughs> the second one's the one with the Undertaker, right? Or is that the first one? Yeah, the second one is the one with the Undertaker. The first okay. one is with Kane. Okay, for some, and John Cena's in it. Yes. You're right, yeah. Who was Vince McMahon the villain? Was he the guy behind it? No. He wasn't the villain. Some it was some chick in the first movie. I, I can't remember what her the name Googly was. But, Gobbler. but I think I think that they made her specifically for the movie, but I, I mean for what it was, I mean I thought it was a cool movie. You know, I I, I believe it was the first WWE crossover movie. It, Thing because it was because after that they did um Flintstone. the penguin. No, I thought they did the penguin one after that. Flintstones came before penguins. No, you mean no Jeff. Flint? No, no. Remember they did the Happy Feet. Oh yeah, crossover. yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I, I remember, dude. The Bedrock one was all right, bro. I liked it. The bro, Flintstones it crossover. Happy. It wasn't Happy Feet. It was it was uh the one with the surfs the up, penguin. surfs up. There we go, surfs up. Yeah. yeah. So, but not the. Yeah. I know this off topic, but the the rest the WWE Flintstones crossover was awesome. Yeah, CM Punk was in that one, bro. The Bella Twins were in it. Daniel yeah. Bryan was in it. Uh, they I also mean, had they, really cool names. Ray Mysterio, Mark Henry, and it's like it's like the sweet thing about that one was that none of them were wrestlers. It's like Fred yeah. started. On his own wrestling promotion, and then Vince McMahon ends up buying it from him. Yeah, again, like Nikki was called like Nikki Bedrock. Like yeah. they all um, had, you know, Flintstone names. It was re- that one was good. That one was yeah, good. I agree. Unlike I, some of these later Scooby Doo shows, that I are mean, uber trash, uber trash. 
what's crazy about the later Scooby Doo shows, because uh, I'm glad that we're moving on to those ones, is a pup named Scooby Doo was the last Scooby Doo show to come out, and that was back in '91. We didn't get a new Scooby Doo show until What's New Scooby Doo? What's in New Scooby Doo? 2002, bro. 2002, like and and I and I feel like you know suck. the reason. The reason why we got this show was because, you know, you had the popularity of the Scooby-Doo live action movie. Then you well, also had you, you had the popularity of the Scooby-Doo animated films that went straight to DVD. Uh, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. And dude, I love I, that movie. I believe it was Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that one's really good, too. Oh, yeah, yeah those are really good. Those are ones you watch every Halloween. You know what yeah, I mean? I agree. I agree. And the Scooby Doo and the Alien Invaders and uh, Scooby Doo and the Cyber the Cyber Chase, those were good too. I'm not into those ones only because it goes outside of the realm of what Scooby Doo is, in my opinion. We oh, don't again. Why do we need Scooby Doo in space? Cert with aliens. Well, I know they was... really didn't go to space, but you know what I'm saying. We Scooby Doo is not a sci fi show. Excuse me. I mean, it's a kids horror show. I mean, it's kind of like, kind of like a, it could be like a, a kid's uh, X Files, actually. Yeah, yeah, some, some. No, but it's I not. Mean, it's I mean, more <laughs> like a, a a kid's Ghost Hunters. Uh, kind of. Yeah, I mean, kind of. They literally go looking for ghosts, and, and then it turns out to never be a ghost. <laughs> And the, and the crooks, did. the bad guys always say the same thing. I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you meddling kids and that mangy dog. And Scooby would be like, dog, where? Like, what did he think he was? What do you like, he was more than that. What you talking he, about? What do you mean what he was? Well, he, well, whenever somebody would call him a dog, he would be like, where? Because what's it called? He looks at himself as one of the boys. You got to understand. Hey. Him and sh- he talks. <laughs> you don't know sometimes he's in the front. Even though he can't say Raggy. Right? That's, That's what true. I said, Raggy. Uh, hold on. Hold on, guys. You know, before we move down into the future and go down this road, you know, we forgot to bring up one of the most important characters of the Scooby-Doo saga, and that is Mr. Scrabby Dabby Doo. I love Scrappy Dabby Doo. Oh, since we're bringing Scrappy up, Adam, <laughs> how'd y'all feel about them making him the villain in one of those movies? Right. I, I did not like. I thought I it was knock that off right now. Are you talking to me? You damn right, I'm talking. Oh, to I, you. Thought, hey, I thought Crab was talking to one of his daughters. I was no, like, talking to you. <laughs> what did they do? <laughs> Hey, I'm rolling up on you. I was, I was like, was it Zoe or was it Kai? Like, what happened? <laughs> he used the daddy voice, knock it off. Yeah. <laughs> that guy, quiet. He was like, uh. There's just, no, I know he trolling. There's no way that they make Look. Scrap Dabby do the villain. And you're like, yeah, I like that. I uh, see. No, this is, this is the. All right. You go ahead, D, and then I'll say why. Let him know, D. I mean, come on, man. It's Scrappy, dude. He's it's one of the family, too. 
And he never came off as the villain. Never. 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 Why would you have that be a villain? It's a bad reveal. Banks says a bad reveal. I'm just saying. And it was so out of nowhere. I, I, no exactly. Kid. Exactly. But the reason why Scrappy <clears throat> that dude was the villain. He wasn't he was never portrayed as a villain, not once in the cartoon. Why did you why would they think that was a good idea? Dude, Scrappy honestly is like the little brother that's always trying to fit in and be like as tough as the big brother, but it's like you need to chill. And that's literally who he is. Exactly. It just I don't know, man. If anything, introduce him as he, what he was. Don't it was so abrupt to me to change his role for one movie. I think it was yeah. bad. Hold on, I'm calling Banks. Yep, let's get him back in here. So, bro, he you got cut out. You need to join back the call. You know why you got cut out? Because you were speaking that nonsense about Scrabby Dabby Doo. Hello. Yeah. Finally, I don't. I don't. Hold on, bro. You yelling. Hold on. I'll tell you guys this. When I was going on my little rant, my eyes were closed and I was sitting here waving my hands around. That's right. And you know what? (laughs) Skype said we've had enough of this nonsense. Send them out. (laughs) Okay, so what I was saying before I was rudely disconnected is that the reason why it made sense why Scrabby was the villain was because back in the 80s, it got to the point where Scrabby had became such an annoying character because they were shoving Scrabby down everybody's throats. Like they made him the center of attention on a lot of shows. Whereas when he was first introduced, he was just a supporting character. But he became so annoying that people didn't like him anymore. If you could compare it to anything, it was kind of like uh, when they asked. If uh, they ask fans, should Jason Todd stay alive or should we kill him off? And they listened to the fans. They ended up killing off Scrabby Doo. And you never saw him in anything until he was the villain in the live action Scooby Doo movie. Which is a colossal bomb. It wasn't a bomb because it, it ended up getting a sequel. No, it's not. It's not a bomb as far as generating money, but it's a bomb as far as being reviewed and people actually thinking it's a good movie. Uh, if they're trash movies. I I didn't think Outside it was Outside of Shaggy. Shaggy did an uh, awesome job. But uh, yeah, Sarah Michelle Gellar, uh, what's his name? Freddie Prince Jr. was Fred. Oh, wow. Say Matthew Fox. Yeah, Freddie yeah. Prince Jr. And then I, I can never say her last name. Yeah, for uh, Velma. It's Linda. Uh, I'm mad I can't say her last name. I'm sorry. But I know her first name is Linda. But, uh, but yeah, I I enjoyed the movies when I was a kid. Now, I never seen the second one all the way through, though. Well, the second one's even more trash. And again, I heard it wasn't that good. D, how did you feel about Scooby Doo movies? Uh, I didn't really mind them. I know the song that Outcast did for I think the first one, it's Land of a Thousand one. Drums. Yeah, that's, that's the true. Second one. That, that, now that was in the first. Yeah, but uh, that song um, kind of did it for me. The movie was okay. I mean, you know. Yo, the movie's trash, bro. I, I enjoyed the movie. And- I feel like the plot of the... I mean, the first one's... I mean, it is what it is, man. They're introducing real monsters to Scooby-Doo. It was bound to happen some way at some point. But it just didn't, you know. 
It's nothing to jump about or, you know, do a backflip over. It was yeah. okay. That's it. That's all it gets. I, I love that song. That song's uh, really good. I mean, it's out Bro, I mean, yeah. again, I like the, I like how they brought in Shaggy to do the, the video the theme song for the first one. Are you, are you talking about the original Shaggy? Voice where actor they, Shaggy? Yeah, where they did the reggae version of Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Where are you? He did that? Yeah. Remember, they, they played it in the movie. I, but I um, didn't... I, I, doesn't some of the original uh, voice actors of the cartoon appear in the movie? I can't remember if they do or not. Oh, uh, I mean, I don't know about all that. Again, the movie sucks, dude. No, so. it didn't, bro. Why do you man? Why do you always be hating on greatness, man? Like it's not great. You can literally go look at what people think about it globally. But Sugar Ray was in the movie. So, <laughs> well, so <laughs> what are you talking about, man? What, what am I talking about? You think I care <laughs> what Mark McGrath is doing? I don't yeah, care about yeah. Mark McGrath. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like, what you, and Joanna Man was in the movie, too. Joanna Man. Oh, so he said Sugar Ray. <laughs> yeah. yeah so. All right. I mean, well, well since if we're going to keep on talking about the live action stuff, did you guys... No, we don't need to. <laughs> did, you, did you guys ever watch uh, the live action mo- television movies? Oh, they're so Our, bad. They're even worse. Where it's like they were kids. I mean, they were teenagers. Yeah. And how they meet and everything. It's so bad. I and to be honest with you guys, the only bad live action Scooby Doo movie that I that I have not seen and I refuse to see is that Velma and Daphne movie. Like, yeah. When yeah. I saw the trailer for that, <laughs> I said, "Come on, man." Yeah, those. Uh, yeah, let's let's get off those live actions, guy. Yeah, please. Let's. Why? Hey. Days left. Let's, let's keep it rolling, man. That stuff's no good. I mean, well, then we can take it back to the to the animated films that came out because I, you know, D like well, how you had brought, how about brought this? Scooby doing the Ghoul School, but uh, but yeah, like how D was saying earlier with Scooby doing the Ghoul School. Like I loved that movie back when I was a kid, and I want to say it was last year I had watched that movie for the first time, and I want to say twenty something years. Um, but yeah, man, like I love that movie. I love anything Scooby Doo related that has real monsters and ghouls and stuff in it. And that movie and Scooby Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf were the two movies yeah, that I good one. Yeah, I used to rent those movies from Blockbuster all the time when I was a kid. Was uh, Shaggy's turning into a werewolf, and then they're they're doing like the wacky races type thing, and it it, it was just good, man. See, yeah. you've had a sickness for a long time, is what you're admitting to right now. What are you, what are you talking about? You have a sickness where oh. if you like something, you have to play it over and over and over and over again. Isn't, but don't I, I do that for a lot of stuff, though. I know, I, it's a sickness. Because think about it. I went to go see My Hero Academia three times. This is what I'm saying. This isn't a new thing. You've been dealing with this since you were a child. You have a sickness. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> how, many, how many times did I watch the Birdman interview video over and over and over again? Because it was just so good. Like, if I really like something, I'm going to watch it 
as many times as possible. But if I don't like something, I mean, like, let's say I, like the Death Note movie, I thought it was OK, but I'm not going to watch it again because I thought it was OK. But I know I you watch it. That has nothing to do with you loving a movie and then or a show or something and then you becoming obsessed with it. Well, I love Dragon Ball Z and I've only I've only watched it like whole the whole thing one time. Like I started on watching it again a few years ago, uh subbed and it's just I just haven't finished it yet, but I mean what sickness. more I mean, My Hero Academia came out. I'm sorry. You should. I mean, be. it was already, it was already out, but uh, um, yeah, Kaminari is the traitor at uh, UA High School. Just to let you guys know. Is it really? Yeah. No, I know. I'm trolling. He's not that much of a douche to do that. <laughs> like, imagine someone's like, "What?" <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> but. I, but I will say that, uh, spoiler alert, there is a... <laughs> My Hero Academia kind of has, like, the worst uh, fandom when it comes to... Uh, what is the thing? What is the thing where you think you think something is, is true and you try to be like, oh, huh? Conspiracy? Uh, I guess you could say conspiracy. Like, how some people say, like to say that the one dude is... Uh, Dabby? When like Dabby's a brother of Todoroki, and people yeah. argue it till they're blue in the face. Yeah, but it's yeah, like, yeah. dude, where'd you even come up with this? Yeah, like because because their eyes are blue, because they're drawn to look similar. Like yeah. that has something to do with it. Conspiracies and rumor mill and all that stuff, and it's just it's just because in the manga, like the principal of the school, he says that uh that that he thinks that there might be a possibility that there is a traitor. In the classroom, and all my just like, no, there is, there's no such thing, and then they just move on from it. So because they said that in the manga panel, everybody ran with it, and just like, who's the traitor? And yeah. everybody keeps, everybody keeps on saying that it's Kaminari. That's all everybody keeps on saying is that he's he's the one that's the traitor. But if you ask me, I think that the traitor is the kid that can talk to animals. Because think about it, bro. And, you got to stop hating on this guy. Think, think about it though. A real talk. Think about going it. He can talk to animals. He can he can put messages on the bird and be like, hey, go tell this dude this. And nobody would even know. You know what I'm saying? They don't know what he's saying to the animals. He's talking bird. But yeah, I do hate him though. He's talking bird. <laughs> and he, had a redeem, he had a redeeming moment in the second movie. Banks gave him Time. He gave him five minutes to shine, and he's right back on. Yeah. This is bad. <laughs> That's the only time. <laughs> he had it. He had it. Let it go. Wow. Be- look, the only because he finally did something useful. Like what? What else has he ever done? Anything? They have he- a huge cast of characters that actually get somewhat spotlight. You want this man to just outshine Midori all of a sudden, or Todoroki? Look. Come. Oh, man, look, not, he had his moment. Let him go. Look, Naruto's swing gets more screen time than the oh, dude that can talk to Anna. So that's true. All, <laughs> so, Naruto swing get more airtime than a lot of a lot of characters in a lot of shows, bro. <laughs> it's like, how do you have a how do you have a filler episode just dedicated to the swing? Like, bro. come on, man. 
That's that swing is symbolic, bro. Oh, God, the swing. Oh my God. Yeah, we snowballed way into left field. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and talk about Scoob. How did you okay. guys feel? Of, um, I'll let you guys go first, and then I'll say how I felt. But who watched the movie first? Was it me or was it you, D? I think it was D. I, I watched it with the kids at night with with the fam squad. Did you watch it on Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. Okay, so yeah, you did watch it first. I watched it Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah so you watched it. Um, I wanted to. I just want to say it had it had a lot of good moments in it, but it was a there was also it was like fifty fifty dry moment or good. I mean, the comedy it had its moments, but I don't think it it did well enough for me. I think it could have been way better than what it was in some aspects, but um. I mean, the animation didn't bother me. The voice acting wasn't terrible. But, I mean, the humor, it was there, but then some of the humor was just so left field for me. It just didn't carry over very well. It didn't It didn't really uh, trigger anything for me. But, um, yeah, uh, Scrappy was not, spoiler alert, <laughs> not the villain. Not the villain. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Trav, I'm going to pass it over to you, man. I mean, I said what I had to say, but, I mean, it had some moments. I thought the comedy I, was okay. Go ahead. I thought, honestly, uh, for me, the best part of Scoob was the first, like, 15 minutes, thing. Honestly. Um, it had a really good opening scene. You know, super funny. Um, really cool. You know, how they met. And I laughed a lot. Um, but... You know, I thought, for me, voice acting-wise, I thought everybody did a great job, personally. Yeah. Um, the Simon Cowell stuff was super funny. Um, yeah. Blue Falcon was funny. Mark Wahlberg's character. Um, yeah, I mean, outside of that, though, it's not in... It wasn't amazing. It was good, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was good. I agree. Thanks what you got, man. So, so I really enjoyed the movie. Um, like Trav said, like it was, it was a good movie, but it wasn't amazing. Um, I enjoyed like, you know, the first, like the first 15 minutes, like how he said, uh, you know, how they met and everything and how he looked at the, the Scooby snacks box. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and that right there alone it, it made so much sense because it's like, as a kid, I always thought that Shaggy was eating dog food, but then it's like you find out that Is Scooby Snacks, yeah. yeah, it was it was it was cookies, and they were called Scooby Snacks, and he said his name was Scooby Dooby Doo. So um, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed like all the Easter eggs that were filled in the movie. Um, there was one part where they were at the amusement park, and like they were inside. Uh, they were inside like this little arcade and then like there was a poster on the wall for, and it was the Hex Girls. And I was just like, oh, wow, I know who the Hex Girls are. They were in yeah. Scooby-Doo, bitches go. So the movie was filled with Easter eggs uh, for the Scooby-Doo universe and then also the Hanna-Barbera universe, which is something that I feel like Warner Brothers has been trying to do ever since. Uh, I can't remember what the what the movie was, but there was one Scooby-Doo uh, movie it was an animated film where it was dedicated to like all the Hanna-Barbera, you know, 
characters. Yeah, it's like they were. Yeah, were, I remember this. Like some Comic Con. I think it was like Scooby Doo meets uh, the Blue Falcon. I, I believe. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, like I thought it was cool with all the cameos that you see at the end of the movie, where it's like it shows them go to Quest Labs and it shows uh, a Blue Falcon's new recruits. Like he ended up having a. Uh, Jabberjaw was one of the new recruits, and uh, Great Ape, and I can't. And so there was somebody wearing um, uh, uh, Adam. Was it Adam Ant? Yeah, it was an Adam Ant uh, robot costume, and I'm just like, I'm like, okay, that's cool because it's kind of like Ant Man, you know what I'm saying? So I thought that that was cool, and I can't wait to see what's going to be next for this Hanna Barbera universe. I'm really hoping that it's going to be a Johnny Quest movie because. I loved Johnny Quest when I was a kid, and I feel like Johnny Quest is one of those things where it should still be around, just like Scooby Doo, because there's just so much you could do. Like the Johnny oh, Quest, yeah, for sure. the Johnny Quest Adventures, like when they introduced Quest World, yeah, and I like, I agree, it just blew my mind. Like being a kid and just like, oh wow, like look at these computer graphics. I think, I think anything that had to do with like 3D graphics at that point was just it felt like you were watching a video game on TV because uh reboot reboot was another one where it's like you would you would see those 3D graphics and just like wow like this is awesome so yes yeah, so, that reboot reboot sucks though bro yeah the live action reboot now i will say that that is trash well no but, i'm talking about season 2 on from the from the TV show not, no bro i i thought it was cool i oh, thought no no that season 1 animation is where it's at for me well, well, I'm not the animation. I'm I'm talking about story wise. Like I thought it was cool. Yeah, I thought it was cool how you know they transition. He get they they meet his grown up version later on and stuff. I thought that was pretty sick. Yeah, it, like it showed you what happens when you lose the game inside of the giant cube and Enzo his as the Silver Surfer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't even remember how did how did Bob die again? Did he lose a game or did Megabyte defeat him? Saving them. It was something saving them, and he falls into something or something like that. Okay, okay, yeah, but yeah, reboot. Uh, that's that's definitely something that I would love to talk about on. Oh yeah, episode. for sure. And because it had four seasons, I thought it was a pretty good show, and I refused to watch the live action version of Reboot because it just looks trash. And that's that. So yeah, but, uh, Scoob man, Scoob was aight. Yeah, like, okay, it doesn't like, deserve the hate that um, it's it's receiving because of decisions that WB decided to make. Well, that kind of came in. was sick too, dude. Uh, yeah, Captain Caveman. Yeah. Oh, hold on, hold on, real quick. Hold on. How can we forget about talking about Dick Dastardly? Like Dick Dastardly, he was the freezer of the Hanna Barbera universe. It's like he, like he was a villain on everything. He was a villain was in Wacky. He was the villain on the Laugh Olympics. He was, he was a villain on. Uh, uh, it was some show where he was flying a plane. I can't remember, but. Yeah, like when they when I saw the trailer and, and saw he was gonna be the villain, I was just like, "Hell yeah, I'm gonna go see this movie." Well, I couldn't go see it because of everything that's going on, but you know what I mean. Oh yeah, we know what you mean. Yeah, no, we know what you mean. Look, I'll, I so getting into like the analytics of the of the movie, it received more downloads, rents, 
than Trolls World Tour, which is crazy, right? Because Trolls is huge. So the fact that Scoob received more rent slash buys than that did opening weekend is nuts to me. However, the reviews ain't that right. You know what I mean? Most of them think, you know, it's just a decent movie, which it is. It doesn't do anything to make you want to see new episodes. It just makes you want to watch the old stuff because it's way better. I mean, I don't know if anybody else feels that way. Well, Scooby-Doo was going to get those views, man. Um, You know, people are going to give Scooby-Doo a shot. It's just one of those uh, franchises where people are going to take a shot on it regardless. Yeah. I can't remember what else we were talking about on uh, uh, Flashpoint, but, uh, you know, it was something we brought up that that was in a similar boat where people were going to give it a shot regardless. I mean, it's not the first movie they they get that kind of credit, so. Scooby-Doo can ride on his name, basically. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's just it's just one of those things, like I said at the start of this episode, where Scooby-Doo is a gateway cartoon, so it's something that everybody's always going to check out just because of the name alone. Um, are you calling it a gateway drug, or what do you call it? No, it's, just a, it's just like how, you know, there's gateway animes, there's gateway video games, you know, for us, our gateway into anime was Dragon Ball Z. And that's why you have Dragon Ball Z gatekeepers who feel like it's like, if you don't know this, then you're not a true Dragon Ball Z fan. There's wrestling gate, uh, wrestling gatekeepers too. If you didn't, if you, if you didn't watch the rock back in the nineties then you're not a true fan of the rock and all this other stuff. So, um, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, I enjoy Scooby-Doo. If I keep, if I had to give it between a one to ten on a rating scale, I would give it a seven. I give it a solid seven. Oh, Woo. What you I can ride get? with it. I can, I can ride with a six and a half, six point five. Bro, I'm, I'm giving it a five. I'll give it a five point five. Put it a little bit over the halfway point. Why so low? It's not low. A five is uh, the halfway mark. It's good. Like, it didn't suck. That's all it is. I always feel like, you know, (laughs) if it's it's under a a six, at least... That makes no sense. So then why would you have a rating one through five if one through five means it sucks? So if it was one through five, you would have given it... No, no, no. If it was one through five, I'd give it a three. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't I don't know, man. Like I just always felt like if it was a 5, then that just meant uh I'm not going to I'm not going to waste any money on it. Like I oh, mean, no. but I, I mean, I wouldn't buy yeah, it. I'm thinking more like in uh video games because remember like the old video game magazines, they would if it was a 5, then that meant that it was just average and that meant that you shouldn't even, you know, entertain it for real. So Yeah, but you would buy it if once the price dropped. Probably. I I mean, if if WWE 2K20 was given a five a five out of ten, no, I wouldn't spend. I wouldn't even spend five dollars on it. I would not spend any money on that game. It, like it's look, it's seventeen ninety nine right now. I still would not spend money on that game. Something that you had said, you were talking about. You know, people were crapping on the movie and everything because of the voice actors. Like, explain that. Like what came from Matthew Lillard? Yeah, because I and- mean. I, now my my thing is is like I heard I heard that Matthew Lillard 
Uh, I heard what he said and whatnot. Like, you know, he found out that he wasn't going to be in the movie uh, because after the trailer had dropped and like nobody ever told them that they weren't going to use them for the movie and whatnot. So like explain, like going more into detail into that, because I only know from the that I saw him put up. Well, nobody really knows what WB was thinking as far as not telling these said people. And it's a yeah. matter of opinion if you think that they should be told or not. For me, though, WB, this is a soft reboot of, of a franchise, which yeah. means they're going in a different direction. That's not the hate on Matthew Lillard, but look, ever since Matthew Lillard, he's a great shaggy. Don't I get agree. me wrong. He, he's an amazing shaggy. However... What has he done for the franchise that makes it lucrative? Nothing. Nothing. So, therefore, WB as a business decides to soft reboot it and go and get a whole new cast of characters to voice these characters. I don't have any issues with that. Again, it's a matter of opinion. If anybody feels like WB owes Matthew Lillard a phone call, to say, hey, man, we're doing this and we're moving on without you. That's all a matter of opinion. To me, I don't like the way Matthew Lillard handled it. I personally, again, and I brought this up with Wesley Snipes and the Blade situation. When people are hating on Dude Man for getting the Blade spot, again, Wesley Snipes came out and was like, look, don't be hating on him. He's just another black man in Hollywood trying to get a role and make something out of himself. I don't know why Matthew Lillard, you can state how you feel about WB and what they did to you, but at the end of it, you should be like, but shout out to Will Fort, because he's an Forte. amazing he's an amazing writer and a great guy, and he's super funny, and he deserves, you know, any opportunity he gets. But he yeah. didn't do well, that. Matthew, he pretty much Matthew said, Lillard. don't support the movie. Yeah, but Matthew Lillard won't try to hear all that, basically. Well, again, yeah. that's the difference I mean, between... Each... Yeah, that's... well, I mean, to, to each their own, dude. That's just like you beating somebody in a video game and, and offering them the shake, and they smack your hand away. Somebody's going to shake your hand, somebody's not. I yeah. mean, he was upset, and that's... I mean, really, it is a matter of opinion. Like you said, I mean... he. I mean, if Matthew anything, Lewis, hey, man. If anything, to me, I think it hurts him going forward getting work, in my opinion. Why, why do you think that? Think, because people know how think, he handles something, how he handles a situation. Yeah, well, but I, mean, I hate to break he's, he's not the only actor to carry itself that way. That's not going to happen. Yeah, I but, think he's got a decent rep, dude. I don't, I don't think that's going to hurt him over a voice acting spot. I mean, I mean really, what? I don't mean to sound like, you know, Bret Hart, but I mean, outside of oh, this, God. for the last 20 years, what has Matthew Lillard ever really done? You know, what's crazy? I watched a video on Matthew Lillard uh, recently. He's amazing. Don't get me wrong. I'm not hating on him. They, well, Bro, they pretty much, like, he's he's done a lot of stuff, but he's done a lot more behind-the-scenes stuff, and he's just really only focused on voice and shaggy because i mean he's been doing it i want to say now for like 20 years ever since the first scooby-doo movie that he appeared in yeah and 
he took over the role from the original Shaggy voice actor. And now, like, there was somebody in between him and the original. No, no, no. Like, it was just, I believe it was just the original actor. And then it became Matthew Lillard. And Matthew Lillard sounds just like the original voice actor who did Shaggy. I mean, like, even when you watch the Scooby Doo movie, like, he sounded like Shaggy. Like, I feel yeah. like it's, 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 it's kind of like. It's Again, like, like I said, he was the third. He was the third Shaggy. Billy West was the second guy to come in oh, and play Shaggy. Okay, well, it's it's like uh like Robert Downey Jr. Like he is Tony Stark. Matthew Lillard is Shaggy. You know what but, I'm saying? Uh, but he's not Tony Stark because again, eventually he's no longer going to play that role. Yeah, eventually. Yes. Yeah, and there we go. So Matthew Lillard's time is over playing this role. Yeah, his time's yeah. coming past, but I mean, I, he's... For me, Matthew Lillard's done a good job of stringing stuff together for himself. Would you say I, something about, like, who is Will, he? I mean, that's Will just, Ford that, do a bad job? No. no. I don't... I, I mean, he did a, yeah, I don't think did, he did a bad did, job. Is he a believable I Shaggy? I don't think he was as good as Matthew Lillard. Yeah, you can, it's I, a notice, I, it is a noticeable difference, yes. When you're talking about quality, yeah, Matthew Lillard beat him. But did so, he get the job? Yeah, so it is what it is. Well, okay, then let me ask you this. Do you think whose voice fits this movie and the style of animation and the, the audience they're going for better? The stoner-type Shaggy that Matthew Lillard plays? Because let's be real about it. It's a stoner Shaggy. Yeah, no, I know. Okay. Or this new Shaggy that's a little bit more he's still a dope but you don't get the vibe that he's a drug addict. I think uh, for uh, this new style of Shaggy Will Fort much better fits the role than Matthew Lillard. Brad, it's, it's Will Forte. Dude, it's Will Fort. It's Forte. It's Will Fort. Just like, just like it's Ryu, not Ryu. Oh, well, we... Just like it's a manga, not manga. That's what I say. I say manga. manga. You say manga, exactly. What it's called? Manga. Well, when you're when you're okay, real quick, since you're you're making a comparison between this guy and uh, Matthew Lillard, um, it's not his movie, so that may have something to do with it because he didn't really after the opening act. It was more centered around Scoob, anyway. Yes. I mean, I mean he's in a movie really... called Scoob. Yeah, of course. And that's, I mean, at the end of the day, Scooby Doo, it, the name of the series is called Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah but the original series based Shag. around the group itself. It wasn't centered as much. I mean, it kind of felt like Scooby Doo in a way, now that I'm going back through it. But, I mean, it is what it is, I guess. Man, I mean, me, Matthew Lillard's got my vote, man. That's me, though. Yeah. I- I will say I will say that I, I agree with you on that. Where it's like it it didn't feel like it was your traditional Scooby Doo movie. It felt more like a like a, a Scooby Doo action movie in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because it's like they they already knew who the villain of the movie was, so it's not like they had to you know unmask anybody. But I I do think it was a nice touch that they did do that at the end of the movie where. It's like you found out that the villain was Simon Cowell. And like at first I was just like, oh snap, it really is him. And then they pulled the mask off and it is Dick Dasterly. 
And there was also one scene in the movie, too, where he just kept on saying his name. He just kept saying, Dick, Dick, Dick. And I was just like, uh, does this need to be in a children's movie? Well, I mean, I mean, you got Dick and Batman. You know what I mean? Where I think anytime you have the name Dick, you're going to set up for jokes. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like, out of all the names that we can pick, I don't think Dick is when you want to name somebody. Yeah, back outside, on. Right, so outside of Shaggy, right? Mark yeah. Wahlberg yep. did a great job. Yeah. Um, they had, you know, Lucius Malfoy playing good old Dick in it. I thought he did a great jab, job. Zach Efron was great as Fred. Uh, my girl from Mean Girls held it down as Daphne. You need to uh, stop hating Banks on my girl I, Gina because she like killed it as Velma. And I'm not going to get into that on this podcast. Bro, they had they had Dr. Ken as Dog Wonder. Dynamite. Dynamite. Dr. Ken. He killed it, too. He did he a good job. Tracy Morgan killed it as Captain Caveman. Yeah, yo. Yeah. Uh, when Dr. Ken, I mean, not Dr. Ken, when Dynamite was like, really, really, really. And then. Yeah, that, was, man, that was hilarious. <laughs> he said, I think there's something wrong with her. He's just like, no, there's not. <laughs> but, you know, like, that was cool, too, that it's like the new Blue Falcon. It was a new Blue Falcon, and the right. original Blue Falcon, he retired. Yeah, his dad retired. Yeah. His dad retired, and then the new Blue Falcon was uh, was a coward. I can't, I think it was D who had said that uh, he, had, he was giving off those Hercule vibes, whereas, like, he was always running away. Every time they were looking for him in the main act. He was high somewhere. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, bro, let me ask you this. So you know that originally um Dak Shepard was supposed to direct the movie. Yeah, I heard about that. Yep. Now, what do you think like what do you think change what do you think would have been different in this movie if Dak Shepard would have directed it? Well, if he would have directed it, Matthew Lillard would have been shaggy. I could tell you that right now. Um Well, he doesn't call those shots. Uh, but that's his boy, though. So I know, but I don't think W. Maybe that's why he was ended up not being a part of it. That you know could, they haven't. Yeah, that could be it. That could be it. Um, I don't. I don't know how different the movie would have been if uh if he if he was directing it. Uh, honestly, I, I don't. I, I can't answer that question. I mean, well, what do you think? I mean, oh, I think it definitely would have been. Now again, if this is WB saying when it comes to the story and all that stuff have at it. I definitely think it would have been more, I can't really speak on the casting, but I definitely think it would have been more old school Scooby-Doo ghost hunting type vibe versus because again, like you just said, the whole premise set up a Scooby-Doo is them trying to solve the mystery, but for them, the mystery was already solved like from the get go. Mm hmm. This was more about Scooby branching into his own and feeling like he is the guy. Yeah, I agree. Because, I mean, mean, even in the start of the movie, it's like they kind of do the uh, like the time skip that shows like everything that they do when they how they transition from teenagers to adults. And it shows like all of the monsters and stuff and the cases that they solved and. Now it's like they're trying to take Scooby Doo uh, internationally, and right. Simon Cowell was just like, "Well, you got to get rid of the dead weight," and that's what set them off on the adventure for this movie. Yeah, 
But you know, something else uh, I wanted to touch on, and we, and we can go ahead and start wrapping this thing up. Yeah. Uh, we, we didn't talk about any of the uh, other Scooby-Doo crossovers, like the big ones. Like, in my opinion, the biggest Scooby-Doo crossover was uh, the Supernatural crossover with Scooby-Doo. Like, I, I thought that was awesome. It's like you kind of had a more mature Scooby-Doo because people were actually getting killed up here. And uh, I remember, like, they was joking around about how it's like, you know, oh, you know, we can get hurt. But then it's like, we're always fine, uh, you know, in a couple of minutes. And then, like, I think Shaggy ended up hurting himself. And he was just like, what's going on? Like, why am I still hurt? You know, so it was it was just cool. It was cool seeing, you know, Dean and Sam as cartoon characters this time instead of anime characters. Yeah, and for sure. in it. Yeah, you got. Did you guys watch that crossover episode? No, you know, I'm just not a fan of Supernatural, dude. It just doesn't do anything for me. I I really like uh, Supernatural for the first seven seasons. Then it kind of got away from me. But um, yeah, as far as the characters go, Sam and Dean are pretty sick, and I will get around to watching that one day. Do y'all remember the uh, Scooby Doo and Johnny Bravo crossover episode? Yep. That was a classic. That was a classic, boy. Yeah, Johnny Bravo's got great credit. Man, so do the monkey with me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With that being said, I guess we can go ahead and wrap this thing up. Unless you guys have anything else that you want to talk about on this episode? No, sir. Just put some respect on Will Fort, man. Hey, hey put, some, uh, put some respect on Scrappy Dude. Yeah, that's right. He ain't no villain. Yeah, they threw my man away. Away. All right. Well, with that being said, we can go ahead and wrap up this episode. Uh, I'm glad that we was able to talk about Scooby Doo, talk about you know one of my favorite cartoons growing up. And uh, with that being said, how about you guys tell everybody in social media land where they can find you at? Starting with you first, Rebellious D. That's gonna be Rebellious D underscore twenty three twenty three at ig.com. Hmm. Yeah. What about you, Trav? You know you find your boy on Instagram at ZK Audio and all gaming networks at T-R-A-V-I-O-S-Z-K. And you can find me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, at KingBenji underscore Banks on Twitter and Instagram. And you can look me up on Facebook by typing in Benjamin Banks. And I'm also on MySpace. You just have to put in King Benji. Ah. King Benji underscore Banks. I'm sorry. Ah, I stumbled over my words. And also, remember to follow and like all of our social media accounts at Leveling Up Banks. And that is on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We haven't made a MySpace one, but I will be making a MySpace one so that way you can follow us up there as well. And we have a Patreon where you can give us a dollar so that way uh, we can pay the bills. So with that being said, thank you everybody for listening to this brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. We hope that you stay safe and you keep your pinkies up and we'll see you next time. Peace.